0: Bom dia, good morning. Bom dia, guys. Rafael and I, we are starting our podcast for the week. And uh, today we're going to talk about Bullyproof. How to empower your kids with Jiu Jitsu, for them to succeed in life, have more chances to don't get bullied in the school. My name is Jackson Fortunato. I have been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for nearly 20 years. I started back in Brazil, early days when uh, Royce Gracie was just coming out on the UFC event, and uh, Jiu-Jitsu have grown so much that I have spent the last 14 years of my life teaching Jiu-Jitsu. I lived in London in the UK for 10 years and uh, have been in the U.S. for six years now. Rafael, where you come from, Rafael?
1: So, the, well, one thing before we start, we didn't tell anybody a little bit of a story, so that's why we're doing this. Um, so, uh, I come from, my name is Rafael Castillo, I come from, I was raised in, in Venezuela, I was born here in the U.S. Um, when I was 17, I moved back here. I moved from the U.S. when I was, I lived four years here and then go back to Venezuela 13 years and then 17 18 I came back and I stayed here for for as long as being here so I'm 25 right now and and I found uh, jiu-jitsu because I started like building a little bit of my entrepreneur curiosity I started working with other people on websites and stuff like that for small businesses and and then i remember that i always play in Indoor, i always play soccer mondays and fridays so i saw that was a jiu jitsu mat here before and i
0: i got a
1: little bit
0: of... just to make that clear we are in a nice sports centers that uh, we offer soccer dance yeah. conditioning training conditioning and uh, of course jiu so that's why Rafael was doing soccer next door and uh, walking by the gym here he could see us training Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. And since he was interested already, I think you already have uh, have followed Henner and those yeah. guys and then uh, uh, what's the name We're of the guy? And Ty Lopez, yeah. Ty Lopez, yes, Ty Lopez was a guy that <laughs> I remember Rafael told me like oh Ty Lopez, this guy he's a very good businessman, yeah. but he really Training a lot of jiu-jitsu and uh yeah I saw a video of them together and that's where
1: and then from from him from from time was learning about books and stuff like that and then I start my journey but that that can be a story for for another day but just to simplify I saw I was like Jackson said we're inside a a soccer Academy so I was playing soccer here and then I passed by and remembered that there was a jiu-jitsu Academy here and and from all those videos online and Gracie breakdown and all that stuff I saw the the it sparked a curiosity in me about Jesus, so I started looking for a small academy so I can help out. And then I, I, I found Jackson, and, and, I, and not only that I like the academy, but I like Jackson enough for me to like. Okay, I think this is something an opportunity here that I can help out, and it's awesome environment to, to be in. So after that, everything is is sorted.
0: Yeah. yeah, we connect very well. Me and Rafael. Uh, Rafael was starting to explore the business aspect of life. And, uh, of course, I was running my, my gym for a couple of years already. And uh, I was looking for somebody that really want to commit with the, the business aspect and training at the gym. And uh, couldn't be better. We've been together, working together, and uh, our gym have grown so much. We have so, much, so many projects coming along for this year and next year. We are super excited. And uh, of course, Jiu Jitsu is growing so fast. We just saw this weekend Kron Gracie <laughs> using like basic Jiu Jitsu movements to defeat a very good striker in a real fight situation. Yeah. So. 24 years later after. It was 24 years. 25 years, years yes. 25, 25 years since the since the last win or something like that. Since uh, Jiu Jitsu faced the best striker in the world and. Twenty-five years have passed, and uh, it's still as effective as before. And uh, and that's why one of the reasons we're gonna talk about kids training jujitsu today. And uh, kids
1: and and bullying in our experience as well. Jackson and I uh, have experienced bullying, so we're gonna tell a little bit stories and how how we basically like grow up for it and how Mm -hmm. and how we solve it and how. Wait, how we can have done it differently maybe and so yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu is very empowering for kids because uh you learn how to control somebody bigger than you. And most of kids they don't really understand what they do in the beginning when they start here is pretty much a lot of games. The first program for the, the little kids from five to eight <coughs> years old, they pretty much play games the whole class. You know, all games related with jujitsu: how to learn how to control how to manage the distance between you and a potential bully that can try to intimidate in the class. And one of the most important part of our program is the verbal part that can actually finish the problem even before the problem really starts. You know, that's why we really, we really try to teach the kids how to verbally try to stop Somebody that's trying to intimidate, you know, like putting your hands up and keep a good solid base, looking in the eyes and telling the kid to stop. It's a major understanding of the cycle that uh, the bullying epidemic uh, going on out in the schools there. And of course, I have two kids. Uh, my oldest is 12 years old, and uh, I use him as my spy inside the school. You know, I, I I really like using my son to tell me what he sees in the school every day. And he loves to share with me and tell me like, and it's lately he's on sixth grade. Now, lately, every day when he come in the car and I ask like, did you see any fights today? He always see it. He always see he he actually reports me like. All the kids come around and make the circle to watch kids fight in the school and that's we talk about two three times a day sometimes okay and uh it's uh it's funny that he reports me too that there's a lot of girls fighting there's a lot of girls He notice that there's a lot of girls that get in altercation in the school you know sometimes we think like fights is more related with boys in the school and they fight but that's not true I think uh, I don't know exactly what the statistics are. That's something that actually we could work it on and ask the kids. We asked the other day to the kids and say like, "Hey, do you guys see more girls or, or boys fighting in the schools?" And I think it was kind of a mixed answer. So I assume that it's pretty even the amount of boys and girls fighting. You know, it- I haven't heard any of the kids saying that they see a girl fighting with a boy is usually two boys or two girls arguing and uh and fighting together and uh, and then for the for the older kids from 9 to 13 years old we have a, a program that's much more similar with the adults program that you're really going through the techniques and you really learn the technique names and how to apply them in a better way. You know, it's it's very simple. There is only 36 techniques. No, for the kids, it's 32. 33. 33, 33 techniques for the kids. They learn pretty much these 33 techniques. And uh, and then we have the Black Belt clubs, black belt Club on Saturday for this older group. That's uh, is kids that just by invitation, we invite the best kids from the juniors group for them to be part of the black belt club on Saturday that's a no gi class and they really simulates very very real fight situations for example you walk in the room and you see your friend on the floor with somebody mounted on him okay the situation is not even with him it's with a friend but we try to instruct him and tell him how he should behave if he see a friend in pro in a problem you know, uh, that's recently happened with my son, and I'm gonna share that story in a little bit. What's happened with my son in the school the other day. And, and one
1: of the things, that, and, and, and now we can break it down a little bit of how different stories, and how, the, what, how we handle the situations when we're younger, and what can we do differently. So, I know that most people, we had we that feedback from, from the first podcast, that the story about, about So. You tell the famous story about Babão.
0: Babão. Uh-huh. What So what
1: what jiu-jitsu do you apply then, and what can you do better in that situation? Babão
0: was uh, was a guy that bullied me in, uh, when I was already older. I was around. So imagine that only only kid is gonna get bullied. Yeah, you can I was get already like 17 too. years old, 16, 17 years old when I okay, when I time. faced Babão situation. That was this this person in my city that was well known for being a troublemaker. He was a huge guy and uh, we always hear like Babon got in trouble here, Babão got, uh, got in a fight there. So he was well known of being a very, very experienced bully. Aggressive all the time. And uh, for some reason, Babon had this personal issue with me. Okay, Everywhere I go and Babon walks by and he sees me. He comes and walks towards me and say, hey, are you here? You watch out, you watch out, okay? He was always intimidating me. And actually, Babão, he delayed my my jiu-jitsu journey a couple of years because Babão was a a member of the jiu-jitsu school in my city when when they first opened the first jiu-jitsu school in my city probably around 1996. I think that was the time when I first saw a jiu-jitsu school in my city. And then watching UFC and seeing Royce, and I said, man, I want to learn this. I think this is something really good. So I went to the gym to ask for information. And what's happened when I walk in the gym, Babão was there training with his friend. It was a tiny, very, very tiny gym, like these people piled up training there. And I walked by, and I sat there, and I didn't see Babão. And I was just watching the training, and then Babão saw me like, "Oh, are you there? Oh, you're gonna train Jiu-Jitsu here? Oh, that's great! Yeah, come train here. I'm gonna show you what's happen here. And I was like, wow, this is very intimidating. So I start to, I started anyway, but I always had this fear of Babon. You know, many times I arrived to the gym and Babon was there, and the coach come like, hey, are you gonna train today? No, I can't, I can't train today. I have, I have to go early today. And I was always like avoiding the training when Babon was there. I have done few class with him there when I was comfortable with other friends of mine that could back me up but this this guy was a really issue in my life really broke my confidence and i remember me dropping a lot of things that i could have done by that time because i was scared of babon
1: but he, he didn't do anything physically no
0: no it was just, just verbally like, yeah. babon never touched never touched me you know apart like a little push here yeah. and there like the more come like and push me, put the finger yeah, in my yeah. face but he never actually hit me, you Experience. know. Actually, one day was, was uh, was it very works. funny. I was I uh, was in a I was having a, I was in a burger house eating with my friends, and uh, I was reporting to one of my friends. He was a military guy. Him and his brother used to be well known to be like very tough guys from the, from the army. And uh, I was telling them like, hey, this guy man, this babão. Do you guys know this babão guy? Oh yeah, we heard of him. He's a troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, and I know. I was telling them in the table, sitting with my friends, and Babon actually arrived to the place, to this burger house. He arrived there and oh, you are here. Oh man. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, Back to the Future movie, you know, McFly. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that guy yeah, yeah. that slaps him, and Babon really reminds me of that guy. <laughs> you know, he come on, oh, you are you here? Oh yeah, you you're gonna see when I get you. And my friend like, hey, you stop to talk like like that with Jackson. And he like, oh, who are you? And my friend stood up and knocked Babou out on the ground. And was like, oh my God, what are you doing? No, oh, this guy is enough. He he bullying everybody. And and, uh, and that was the day. This was like a big news over the city because uh, my friend knocked out Babou. I felt like super powerful because I felt like, man, I have my back covered. But actually, that's turning more problems later. Because uh, of course Babão felt that my friend hit him because of me, oh, yeah. and then he was even chasing him even more. And uh, the end of the story for Babão is kind of sad. Babão he passed away. He was involved in drugs and a lot of things, and uh, you could see that he was a kid mm-hmm. that uh, didn't have too much structure around him. Yeah. You know, probably his family was not there for him. Mm-hmm. Today I can understand much better Babão's problem. And uh, of course I judged him a lot uh, when I was young, but today I can understand that not every bully, they are a bully because they want to be a bully. You know, life life lead them towards that way. Most of the times, you know, I, I believe, I believe I'm not, you don't have to go with my words, but I believe that bully are created by the way that they are raised. You know, I think that's really influenced in the way that's a bully born, you know? And uh, yeah, that was a little bit of the Babon story, a guy that really, really bullied me. And I was not a child anymore. I was like a teenager already. I was 17, 18 years old, going out, start to going to nightclubs with my friends and yeah. meeting girlfriends and stuff. And I remember Babon being a big issue in my life. Everywhere I go, I was thinking like, oh, is Babon here? I was would like scan around the place first to see if Baban was not there and always like thinking of him walking the door and intimidate me. So it's stressful like to always watch your back, you know, that stuff. Yes. And, and I think
1: what most bullies, like Jackson said, most bullies are created and, and, and I agree with that because most of the time and when Jackson told me that story uh, and I said, Man, he he," I think in my, my hypothesis, I, I'm not sure, uh, about the context and everything, but it's funny t- for us to sometimes know when we know the behind the scene and the context a little bit of the other person's life, we start to understand, like, okay, it makes sense that he was like that. So I think he was envious from Jackson from maybe not having more friends or thinking that he was alone or maybe he had a better family. Like, something. he saw something in Jackson and just exploit that part. Um, and, and envy, I think, is one of the most like a trigger mm-hmm. in most bullies is that um, and for, for me, for example, I didn't have like uh, as much as an annoying bully like that, but I had like different encounters here and there. And I was lucky enough because I was a shy kid all the time. I, I, I didn't talk much. Um, most people thought that I, I I wasn't shy, but I was like a little bit like, um, um, how do I say it? How do you say Like machil? Yeah. like a like little that, like uh, cocky. Like cocky people yes. thought that I was cocky I don't I don't get why but I didn't talk as much or I was just shy and I wasn't I was I had a lot of insecurities <laughs> in myself so when I when I went to school I had two encounters one in fourth fourth or fifth grade that I was playing with another kid inside the classroom and then two kids arrived and, and started like just sabotaging the, play, the, the game and I told them like Hey, bro, like, stop, man. We're just playing here. Like, can you relax? And then one of the kids say no and throw the ball to the other kid, and I just punch him in the, in the mouth, like, right away. Boom. Wow. And for and, that reaction, I didn't expect it from me and yeah. the other kid either. So I just uh, punch him, and then the kid just bro- uh, broke a little bit of his mouth, and then he didn't do anything anymore. And then that happened the same thing when I arrived to that new city as well. Uh, we moved from one place from Venezuela to the other, basically corner from uh, other coast of Venezuela. Um, when I was nine, uh, yeah, nine, ten, and then when I arrived to a new place or a new building, I was meeting like a new group of kids. We were playing soccer, and then I think one kid like fouled me or something like that. And then the, I think that I fouled the other kid, and then the kid was mad, and then uh, he started pushing me and everything, calling me stuff, calling me names, and then uh, the same thing, I punched him in the mouth and he punched me in the stomach. And then both of us like respect each other after that. And he had his brothers, he has his friends, so he could have beat me up, but just because I defended myself a little bit, he like respected that and then like shake hands and then let's go home. So in those two situations, what I learned is sometimes you should have to uh, love yourself. And this is something that that, I have an inside joke with my mom, like love yourself enough to stand up for yourself. Like you don't have to deal with that all the time, and I'm not an aggressive kid. I just reacted that way because I, I'm like, I'm not gonna handle them. Like I'm not gonna have this all the time, so I just like do that, and then they never say that uh, say yeah, anything it's, again.
0: Which uh, I hope I It's a very good board. point because uh, everybody have their limits, and uh, that's yeah. happened to me too. You never tell anybody, you get bullied for years. And the pot just keep like getting more pressure, more pressure, and one day it's gonna explode. And we see a lot of that happening. You know, people that when they explode after years getting bullied, they end up being like doing a shooting in a school or getting involved in gangs and stuff like that because that's the reaction they have after years of getting bullied. And uh, as you guys see we reporting or ta- telling our stories about the bully we talked a lot about punching oh he punched the kid to defend oh my friend punch babão yeah. to to prove a point and stop the bully at that moment and i think that's exactly the beauty of brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. okay like you it's the only martial art that gives you a choice to win a fight without punch You're not going to punch, you don't have to punch, and that's what we always enforce to the kids. And uh, if you are a parent, if you have kids, you probably never know everything what's happening to your kid when you're not around him. And the more your kid grow, less you're going to be close to him, less you're going to be around, less supervision he's going to have from you. You can ask him every day, like, hey, how was the school? oh you don't feel well today what's happening to you he probably some kids gonna tell you everything but most of the kids they won't tell you exactly the real story first because they feel ashamed to tell you that they didn't perform the way that you expected you know like you you always tell your kid oh if somebody messed with you tell them what's happened Tell them what's up, don't let nobody mess with well, you. But you when they're alone there, when they're alone yeah, without you supervising them and telling them what you do, most of them, they're gonna freeze. They don't know what you do. They're not gonna behave and, and respond to that situation the way they should. You know, And I think that's why jiu-jitsu is so important for kids, me personally. I am obsessed to teach kids. I love to teach kids because the results are just amazing. The results you get from the kids' class, I see these kids walking here. The mom coming, oh, he's getting bullied in the school. If the mom is telling me the kids getting bullied in the school, it's because that happened many, many times already. Yeah, you know, it's very before. rare. Like somebody pushed the kid in the school. The first time he tells the mom, the mom's coming, signing him up for jujitsu. That's very rare. Yeah. Most of the times, it's already like a major problem in this kid's life. He's not performance, his grades are low. He's complaining about stuff. He's not eating well, and then finally, the mom find out that he's getting bullied at school. Yeah. I have find out kids that they come and they tell me they got bullied at school, but they never told the parents. The parents just registered the kid here for for kids program. And I always ask like, do you have any issue in particular that you would like to work with your child? Oh no, no, my kid's 100%, you have no problem. And then after a couple of months talk with the kid, he tells me like, hey, I get bullied in the school all the time. Yeah. And I tell the parent and the parent, no, he never told me anything. And that's exactly what's happened out there. It's a major problem. And I believe that Jiu Jitsu is one of the best tools you can give to a child for him to be out there without your supervision and he will know better how to deal with a bully situation, okay? That's why we have many levels of how he could use jujitsu in a safe manner. And on top of that, all the schools today, they have the zero tolerance policy. Yeah. Okay, okay what really, ha- really helped the bully, the, the, the zero tolerance policy really, for me, I don't know, I really believe that the zero tolerance policy it help? Really helps the bully more than help the kids that get in bullied. Because now the bully know that there is a zero tolerance policy, that nobody can punch each other if you punch you both in trouble. So jiu-jitsu goes around that rule. It goes around it. It's a loophole. Okay? You're gonna have an even better result than if you punch a kid, <laughs> but you don't have to. You're not gonna punch, you're not gonna kick, you're gonna tell him to stop. You're going to tell a supervisor or a principal in the school, look, this kid, he's messing me up, can you please do something? The teacher is busy, he's not going to stop what he's doing to go there and solve that situation if it's not a major he's situation. He's not
1: going to be there all the time.
0: That's he's not he going to be there. He's not going to be there so, all the time. And then the kid going to go in, in case that he needs to use jujitsu and control this kid and put him on the ground and control him and tell him, hey, look, don't mess with me anymore, that's the last time. The teacher read no, the bully red no. So he goes around of the zero tolerance policy. It's a totally non-violent act action. He's not gonna use any violence to solve that problem. So I really believe that jiu-jitsu is an essential tool for every kid. Even like, oh my kid's very busy with other sports. Please give your child one year of jiu-jitsu. One year. Yeah. At least one year for him to know the basics of leverage and control. Okay, what's happened to my kid in the school? My, my kid's 12 years old. I believe that he's a pretty well-behaved kid. I haven't gotten too much complaint out of him. Super good grades in the school for the whole time he'd been there. So the other day, uh, he got home and he told me that he got in a fight in the school. And he finally had to use jiu to defend himself. And it, when he told me that, I thought, I saw my son like, tackle somebody on the ground and controlling him and uh, twist arm control the kid, but none That's of that really happened. It. He was playing soccer, the kid kicked a ball to the goal and my son caught the ball. And this kid, it's, uh, actually is a, it's a small kid, well known for being a very bully, to being a big bully in the school. After, after my son told ah, everybody know that kid, he messed up with everybody. So he come to my son and say like, hey, you don't block my ball anymore. And my son, no, I'm just playing. Oh, you're just playing. Give me the ball now, otherwise I'm gonna hurt you. And my son, hey, come on, don't talk like that. And my son gave the ball to him, and he's still like intimidating my, 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 my child. And then uh, my son looked at him and hey, you stop to talk like me. Don't talk with me like that, okay? That's the last time I'm gonna tell you. And the kid like, kept like pushing him and messing with him. So my son felt like it's time for me to apply what I know. But what he did in between the time he told the kid to stop until he actually tackled him and put him on the ground, he went and told the teacher. He went there and reported Hi. to the teacher. He walked to the classroom. Yeah, he went there and told the, the the teacher, like, hey look, that kid that you actually know is awesome. messing with me. Hmm. I'm just let you know because if he come and mess with me again, I'm gonna take care of the problem. Yeah. And then when he turned around to go back to play that same kid was kicking his friend on the floor okay he already was messing with another kid that was my son's friend they walk both my son and his friend walk to tell the teacher while my son was telling the teacher that kid followed them and was messing with his friend his friend was on the floor and the, and the bully was just not kicking him but was like kind of pushing him with the foot yeah. So my son saw that and he came and look, you better stop right now because otherwise I'm gonna tackle you on the floor. And then my kid pushing him away from kicking his friend and the kid just walked out. Okay, so it was not like a, a major situation, right? They didn't got in a fight. They didn't really, my son really have to use the physical part yeah. of Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. But he used <laughs> the verbal part of Jiu-Jitsu that is the most important 100% one. effective. He told the kid to stop, the kid didn't. He told the teacher, if the kid don't stop, I'm gonna take action, I'm gonna I'm gonna solve the problem. Yeah. While he was telling the teacher that kid was already abusing of another kid, so he came and rescued his friend just verbally. Come no and aggression. push the kid away and say, Look, that's the last one, you walk away from us. And it's been like pretty much two months now. I haven't heard anything. And I know that my son would proudly tell me. Right now, if that kid mess with him again, and he have to take that kid on, this, on the ground, I believe he would have a lot of advantage because first, he's bigger than the kid. Second, he'd been trained Jiu-Jitsu for his whole life. He know this program as much as I do, and I, I believe that he would physically handle that situation pretty well. So,
1: didn't have to, like, that's for
0: me was like, wow, it's, it's just like, I, I gave my child a tool for him to to protect himself without me being there. Yeah. You know, and he's twelve now, in four or five years from now, this is gonna be like ten times bigger. All these situations gonna be imagine like high school, high school, these kids like much bigger situations escalate m- much worse than what it was with this kid. Yeah. And uh now I ask you that you have kid, did you ever heard your kid tell you a story like that? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but the chances of that really happen are huge. You maybe don't know it, but that may have happened to your child in the school. That's very simple situation. Bully pushing, putting the finger. If my son have not said anything, that kid would see him as a target. Imagine how powerful for this small bully overpowering a big child in the school, how much credit a bully credits he would have with his other bully friends, like, "Oh my God, you bully Caden! Wow, you are a professional bully. You bully big kids, <laughs> you know." But my my child went there and stopped that cycle right in the beginning, and uh, I was just happy with that. You yeah. know, of course, he's a very privileged kid because he born here in the gym. He's here with me the whole day. Have breathed Trained jiu-jitsu for time. his whole life, but most of the kids they don't have that privilege. I didn't. He didn't. And most of the kids, they don't have it. I wish it. we did. Okay, and uh, I'm not saying that for you to come here and register your kid here and pay and support my business financially. I'm not saying that, okay? Go style. you, yourself, research about jiu and share that with your child. You share that with your child. Okay, there's many ways to learn how to teach jiu for kids at home. Teach the little games, play with them. Yesterday I, sp- I spent like, a long time playing with my daughter, I sent a video to Raphael, me and my daughter playing in the room, but everything related with self-defense, everything. Like, we were playing, I have a lot of fun, she was jumping on me, I was dragging her by the arm, and she was hiding in the corner there, and like, hey, where are you? She's three years old, my daughter is, is, a, is a toddler. Where are you? Come here, put me on the ground. I was rolling her, going inside her legs and trying to suffocate her in the neck, like in a very friendly way. She was putting the knees, pushing me out, stand up in base. I was grabbing the arm, she pulled the arm off and she walked away laughing with both of us and having a lot of fun, okay? So you are responsible to give these tools to your child. And uh, it's raining a lot here now. Uh, And uh, try to find out, there's many ways, okay? I found out the way. Rafael, we share the programs here with everybody. But if you don't have the time, if you don't have the money to pay for Jiu-Jitsu, Try to research a little bit and find, okay? We both, we study by Grace University. We will get a lot of information from there. It's a website online that uh, we, we learn from there. Everybody have access to internet today. It's out there. Find out what the Crazy Horse game is and play with your kid, it's fun. It's a, it's a good connection with your child and you're gonna deliver him something very valuable for when you're not there with him. Tools are gonna be the confidence, they're gonna be the su- everything. That we
1: didn't have in the beginning, and that most probably you didn't have either in the beginning when you were a
0: child, and that you wish that you had, and that we wish
1: that we uh, that we had in the
0: beginning. It's a fun so thing to do, you know. Today, I, I yesterday we met a we met a person. We went to a meeting, and I was uh, I asked her, like, did you ever had any any problems in the office, any harassments? harassment? Yeah. And she like, no, I never had it. And I say like. Um, you have a boyfriend and she said, oh, no, I'm dating now. I say like hey, invite your date, invite your date and go do a self-defense class. Instead of you go in a bar and have some drinks and food, invite your date and go, go do a self-defense class. It's a fun thing to do. You can go and do with your date there and have a good time together, train together. The same thing with your child, instead of go, I don't know, to Monkey Joe's one day, go visit a self-defense school. Just make sure. That that school have the right program for a yeah. child, you know. Find out exactly what you're, you want your child to learn. If you really want your child to learn some life skills in order to protect herself, if she, if they need, go and visit, research, and give that to your child instead of give only material stuff. Instead of you give him another a new plastic toy, spend an hour with your child, research, and give him or her a tool that they could play games mount game you lay down the floor next to each other one two three let's see who came mount on each other boom scramble with your child a little bit put him in an uncomfortable situation so much fun my my, my son actually heard uh, we played Mount game yesterday, he was doing homework and he came like, oh, can I play with you guys? And then we start to time each other and my son go with my daughter, I go with my daughter, my wife when she's home, she jumps in the mountain game with us, in the carpet, in the house, you don't need anything apart to know a little bit of what jiu is. Yeah, just a little games and everything, man, it's awesome. So we just wanna share with, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to share with everybody? No, no, I think
1: we're good and plus we we have to go again, so, um, so yeah, guys. Just to wrap it up, uh, look at gym that it's nearby. Look online, look for the tools and everything. which gave you one is amazing. The
0: more I train, yeah. the more it's, I share. It's it's something. That's why it's growing so much. I never knew that i gonna I'm gonna do what I do, but I, mean, I do it with yeah. love, with passion. And uh, the more I do, the more I love seeing these kids get empowered every day. I see these kids like incredible. look in the eyes and shake the hands strong with a very solid grip. And the little push I do on them, they know how to base. And, and the parents are so happy that we have a character development program that teach the kids a better habits to eat, better way to behave in the house and do the chores. You know, it's life. Uh, Parenting—it's uh, science that's very complicated. It's—it's uh, it's very difficult to raise a child, and uh, one of the most valuable things you can give to a child, it's no doubt, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Nice I good. have no doubt about that. So, if you have any questions, send us a message. We can help you uh, without any interest in profit or anything. Or, or what we do here is just in order to benefit the community and uh and the reward the financial reward come automatically you know we never think about that we just want to help these kids to not become one lost child in the future you know there's so many people without any access to any good things in life you know that's our mission we just want to share this with kids yeah. and people that really want to empower themselves in a better in a better way yeah, no.
1: Uses us uh, as an authority nearby here, and then, and then if you live uh, far from us, for example, you live in another state, another city, just like message, search, and then we help you out to maybe find a place that is nearby you, and and hopefully do juju. So that's the, that's the most most important part. Um, so after this, we're gonna do a few techniques. Uh, Jesse's gonna show his technique, and then I'll show my principal. Week, just some basic techniques
0: then, that you can play with your child at home yeah. and. Um, yeah, we go from there. It was very good to spend this time with you guys. Perfect. And uh, send us a question. If you have any question, just send us a message. We're going to be more than happy then share any information that could be useful to raise your child. And uh, we are here. You know, we are here. If any, anything we could help you, we are here.
1: And no, anything, uh, let us know as well what, what are the topic we can talk about. Um, this bullying part it is major, so that's why we want to talk about it. So anything that you can suggest, put it in the comments, and then that way we know or send an email. or I know that most parents and students are watching, so you can let us know here when you come to
0: class. So let us know. Thank you. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to check if Rafael is ready for Bullyproof class. <laughs> Thank you <sir>. guys. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day.